0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by rapodcast.net. This is episode six three six, recorded live on Sunday, May tenth, twenty twenty, and here are your hosts: the man who hopefully has called his mother today, Dave Clay, not yet, and the man who did uh, a Mother's Day dinner last night, Andy Lohai. Oh, well, we thought with you know. Um, everybody still under lockdown here there's probably going to be a lot of takeout done tonight
1: ah yes so thankfully i I don't really need to worry about that given my mother is 400 miles away yes so it's not like i'm gonna be getting her mother's day dinner yep i could uh, could do it so here's what i would have to do is either order it right now, Mm -hmm. or make it last night, Uh, and then like immediately after the podcast, drive to her place, drop it off, and then drive back so I can go to work tomorrow.
0: Or you could just find a local restaurant there. That delivers. That delivers.
1: Yeah, I could do that. Where's the fun yeah. in that?
0: <laughs> we actually did that because um, the Isaac's daycare is still open, and um, people were, you know, getting food for uh, teachers' appreciation week and all this other stuff there. So, uh, you know, I, you know, we wanted to show our support of them, you know. So we uh, we ordered Domino's for them, and it was entirely, you know, on my computer, you know, ordering the stuff up, <coughs> you know, twelve people, uh, and then I just had the person just deliver it.
1: Yep. No actual interaction.
0: No actual interaction at all. It's snowing. Andy, it's snowing outside. Is it snowing over here? I think it was j- It was sprinkling a bit earlier today.
1: No, it's like legit snowing. It's 40 degrees outside and snowing. I'm thoroughly confused. Well, it looks like we're going to have some rain in about uh, a little
0: bit of rain in about an hour. And then a lot of rain in a couple of hours. There is a slow-moving front heading our way. So, yep.
1: It's also the middle of May. Yeah, I know. Um, Excuse me. Excuse me. I would like a refund on 2020. (laughs) i'm sorry
0: but you had to ask for a refund within 30 days
1: um okay are, are we at least still under warranty like something's broken <laughs>
0: yeah our uh our whole house humidifier's got issues which require us to get a new filter yeah but it's like okay how much longer are we going to need the whole house humidifier uh,
1: you know andy you might need it through december like <laughs> who the hell knows anymore
0: because, you know, it's it's mid-May, so it's like, okay, I don't want to have to spend money on getting a new filter if, you know, I'm only going to run the whole house humidifier, like, a handful of more times. Yeah, but as, soon it's as, not you know, like, as soon as I start running the AC unit, the humidifier, I just turn it off.
1: Right, because why would you keep it on? That's counterproductive. But yeah. why, like, buying the filter now doesn't mean you lose more of it over the summer. Yeah. Right? It's going to have the same lifespan whether you buy it now or you buy it in winter. Yeah, I suppose. Now, if money is tight, then and, like think about waiting but something tells me money isn't that tight
0: nope i'll just have to find what filter it is
1: yeah oh so what'd you do for your the the mother's day dinner what did you what did you make or buy or have uh we got her takeout. takeout. oh god damn you <laughs> So my friend Josh from, from here, who now works out in Portage, texted me the other day when he had moved out there, and he said, you'll never guess where I'm at. And I replied, "Her bellies? He's like, yep. <laughs> like, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it.
0: I sent him another email, and I haven't heard back from him yet. Mm,
1: I wouldn't worry about it. Yep, so he'll, he'll reach out if he needs it.
0: Yep. So, you know, He's there's a, not really yeah. much I can do with him anyway, since, you know. Right. Yeah. Not
1: like you're going to go take him out and show him the town. <laughs> Like, yeah, let's go spend the afternoon together. Oh,
0: no, no, that's not a thing. All right, you get in your car, I'll get in my car, and you literally just follow me around, and I'll just...
1: <laughs> I'll call you at each of the key points and tell yes. you what's here. Yes. I mean, that doesn't sound like a terrible idea, and also, that's the future.
0: Yep. I thought about an app like that one time. Yeah. Where, um, It's a running app, and, you know, it... Uh, it has, you know, a, a music, somehow some sort of variable BPM music setup. up. Um, and then it also uses your GPS location to see if you're nearby different sites, but basically like along a race course. Mm-hmm. And it gives you, you know, little tidbits about, you know, what you're running next to.
1: So like taking Niantic's field trip database. Yes. And attaching it to running music. And GPS,
0: yeah. Like I was thinking about this because you know the 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 Boston Marathon route has never changed, yeah. and that has been going on for decades. Yeah, and there's always like you know those famous bits, you know like I mean, Heartbreak Hill and like the the Tunnel of Screams and all the other stuff like that.
1: Would you want to listen to that while you're running?
0: You know, it, 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 there's sometimes when you're running, you just need a distraction <laughs> to to get you out of the mindset of going, "Oh my God, why am I doing this." <laughs>
1: No, no, Andy, I I really think that your your mind going, oh, my God, why am I doing this while you're running is actually a good thing. And you might want to listen to that part of your brain.
0: Well, not when I'm like, you know, during a race where I'm sitting there just like, you know, mile mile 20, the winds in my face, there's nobody else around me. And I'm sitting here just running going, what the am I doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's that's a very good question. I
0: paid.
1: (laughs) I paid money (laughs) so that (laughs) you could do this. So I could do this. Yeah, that's a very good question. Why did you do that, Andy? Maybe more runners should be asking themselves that question. It, it was the easiest way
0: to keep in shape. And it was kind of, uh, you know, can I discipline myself enough to get it done?
1: Okay. The answer is yes. Yes. You can. Or I suppose the answer is you could. <laughs> yes. Could, could I do it today? No. No. <laughs> wow not even a, a thought or consideration on that just a
0: flat out no no because literally the last time of was running was the half
1: marathon well y- you couldn't go and run the marathon today but like you could do the training you could discipline yourself and condition yourself to get back into it yeah probably sounds like you should try and find out no don't don't andy don't andy <laughs> yeah don't don't All right. actually, I actually have a friend over here, coworker, who has three kids and continues to run races. I, I don't
0: see when they have time for that.
1: <laughs> well, for a while, when he only had like one or two kids, he would go and run with the kid. Yeah. Like you just put the kid in the, the carrier and just go and keep going and keep going. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it with three kids. He's also a pretty like active person. So, yeah,
0: I, I don't know. Where does your time go, Andy? <laughs> That is an excellent question.
1: According to these pictures, it goes to redoing uh, wiring on servers. That's
0: at work, which is you ah. know eight and a half, nine hours, ten hours a day, somewhere in there, somewhere yeah, depending on traffic.
1: Yep, your hour. you're you're salaried.
0: Yeah, no, I'm salary.
1: Okay. So no overtime for you. Nope.
0: Hence why now it's just kind of like, all right, you know what? (laughs) I'm really trying to make sure that when I hit eight (laughs) hours of work, I go home.
1: Yeah. I never really understood that with salaried positions. And I still take a a little issue with it in that like, this is how much you make. Like, okay, if you work more than 40 hours, this is still how much you make. I'm like, okay, so what if I work under 40 hours, then we don't pay you. But but how is that fair? You've agreed Which, to pay me this much to do the job. If I do the job in less than 40 hours, then I should still get paid that much.
0: I think unofficially you can do that. Just officially you can't. Yeah. Are there plenty of people who, who I see in salary positions who are definitely not working 40 hours a week? Mm-hmm. Yep. So,
1: yep. The snow is getting bigger. <laughs> There's less rain and more. So it was, it was like a wintry mix for a while where it was like the rain and the snow together. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's just snow. Like there's no more, there's no more rain. It's just snow.
0: Well, I guess you're not going outside.
1: I guess I have a dog.
0: I guess the dog is going outside.
1: I mean, the dog needs to go for a walk. The dog does not like to poop in our yard. (laughs) So, the dog has to go for a walk every day. Okay. Hopefully, a short walk. Like, I know people who have huskies who are like, Yeah, I have to walk three miles every day with my dog, or else he starts tearing apart the house. And I'm like, I walk a half a mile, and that's a long walk. And what does he do when he comes home? Lays down and goes to sleep. <laughs> I have the laziest husky in the world. And I'm totally okay with that. I'm not complaining. I'm really, really, really thankful for that. <clears throat> So, speaking of earning money, we
0: could get into some of our topics. Yeah, we can do that. Because Finland posted the results of their UBI experiment. Ooh. So, this was a two-year experiment started back in November of 2016. 2,000 randomly selected unemployed people were paid 560 euros per month, which, let me see what the heck 560 euros is.
1: It's about 1,200 bucks, I think.
0: Six hundred and fourteen United States dollars.
1: Wow, the value of the euro has tanked compared to the dollar.
0: Yeah, let's see back in twenty sixteen. Oh, it was about where we're at.
1: I swear it used to be way more. Maybe, back in two thousand and eight
0: okay. it it was. Yeah, even then, like it was only one and a half. Yeah. But still one and a half
1: compared to one point one. Yep. God, we're almost at parity with the euro. Okay, so six hundred bucks a month. That's yes. not a lot. No. That's very little actually. That's seven thousand seventy two hundred
0: a year. Yes. But they were paid that per month instead of paying for unemployment. Okay. And... Like, that's not enough to
1: live. That's not
0: enough to even get an apartment. Maybe not here.
1: Go on, go on. So what did did they find?
0: Uh, they found that the, uh... Um, participants in the experiment had fewer health issues, fewer experiences with bureaucracy and better financial well-being than the people in the control group. So they were uh, had fewer issues of mental stress, depression, melan- melancholy, really, and loneliness. Mm-hmm. So all in all, they were happier and healthier.
1: Yep. Um,
0: the increased number of days of employment, because that was one of the things that people talked about, was like, oh, you know, if we if we give everybody free money, they're not going to work.
1: I mean, if you give them this much money, they will, because you yeah. can't live on off this much money.
0: Yes. So the basic income increased, um, the con- they had a control group, uh, the uh, number of days of employment on average um, for the control group, which was just the unemployment benefits, um, 72 days. The UBI recipients were employed for 78 days. So out of a period of two years, I feel like those are basically statistically yeah. the same.
1: So so what would what would that give you, right? 600 bucks a month, what would that do for you, Andy Lowe?
0: $600 per hmm. month?
1: I mean, it's a car payment, right?
0: Well, we don't don't have any car payments anymore right, right but like
1: yeah that that would be a car payment that would be a mm-hmm. th- so that's transportation yeah that's I one had... one potential use for it so like yeah. i can now get to my job because i can afford a car and gas yes 600 bucks what would i do with an <laughs> extra 600 bucks a month i mean what would i do i'd probably throw it into the market but you know that sometimes doesn't work out so well as groceries right so it's mm-hmm. food security <laughs> what would you do with it
0: um let's see extra 600
1: Because that's not child care. Nope. That's not even close to paying for child care.
0: That's about half of our monthly child care.
1: So if you and Kate both got it, you could pay for child care for Isaac.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, you know, probably um, saving and investing, which I know is probably not the purpose of it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like You're supposed to use this money. So it goes back into the economy. Wasn't that the thing that like they did with a tax break at one point? They're like, yeah, we'll do this and then everyone will pay money into the economy. And everyone was like, savings account.
0: Yeah, Kate's talking about how possibly we could use it for you know actually going on vacations.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too. Of like save it up throughout the year, then you have seven thousand dollars. You can take a really nice trip somewhere, mm-hmm. and for seven thousand bucks, you can do a really nice vacation. Oh yeah, that's
0: per person. You know, well, right now I don't feel like I would want to travel anywhere.
1: <laughs> oh. It's sad because that's the world we live in.
0: I was actually going to look at Hipmunk to see if there were any flight deals. You know, see what the current price is. Hipmunk had shut down.
1: That was the flight tracker deal website. Hipmunk is shutting down. Yep, Here's everything you need to know. Okay, so what's the alternative? I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, let's see. How much is a flight from... Oh, flight from Chicago to Orlando, 61 bucks. Nonstop Madison to Detroit is 200 bucks. That's still a lot.
0: Detroit to Orlando, 72. So yeah, we could definitely, you know... Go to Florida? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's on Frontier. (laughs) Uh. Frontier
1: Airlines. Uh, Yeah, it's cheap on paper. (laughs) What's that? Oh, you wanted air? That'll be an extra $50. You wanted to bring... Bags with you? Forty dollars per bag. Yeah. Oh, there's no carry-on allowed, sir. That's an extra thirty dollars charge. Mm-hmm. You want to use the restrooms? Oh, <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. But oh, I'm sorry. No, that was Ryanair that did that. Oh, geez. We talked about that on the show. That Ryanair was looking at charging for the bathrooms. I still remember when we talked about the bicycle seats. Yes. Oh my God. Thank God that didn't pan out. Yeah. Yeah, airlines. I don't. I don't get how they run on such razor thin margins when they seem to charge out the ass for everything. Uh, okay, so UBI seemed to work out pretty well for Finland. Well, it it made people feel better. The economics that... of it
0: were not great. So th- you know, there's. I literally, when I looked up this topic, I literally yeah. saw you know articles spanning the gamut, going, "Hey, Finland's UBI is great." and you read through the articles basically like the emotional and blah you know all that non-economical stuff of it and then you you know you go to bloomberg and all the economic reports and they're like
1: finland's ubi experiment failed so it's the eye of the beholder yeah i mean depends on on what you value right yeah if you, you if value you value
0: people's... the employment effects minuscule if you you know care about people's well-being it worked pretty well <laughs>
1: So, if so, But what if your economic theory involves that people being happier means that they will be more productive and, and better off in general?
0: I don't know. You know the, the, the thing, though, is the fact that, was it uh, Spain was looking at doing a UBI? Um, I think Ireland was looking at it as well. Granted, you know, this is all part of pigs, so I don't know how they're going to get the money for the UBI.
1: Update, the snow is accumulating. <laughs> That's... It's actually sticking to things now. Like the blades of grass have snow on them.
0: All right, taking off Frontier Airlines. Let's see. Spirit is $123 round trip. Delta is $157. Hmm. Really? Your propane tank is just chilling on the ground? No, it's on the grill. It looks like it's sitting on the ground, on the grill.
1: I I understand it looks like it's sitting on the ground. There is a support bar at the bottom of the grill along the axle of the wheels.
0: Ah, okay. That
1: fits the tank.
0: Yes, yeah, because you're not supposed to have them on the ground. So. Interesting. I wonder yep. why.
1: Um, if I remember correctly, it's so they don't rust... <laughs> Well, mine is not sitting on the ground. It is sitting on the support bar under the grill. Now, it is just sitting out in the open. But like, what else are you supposed to do with it?
0: I I think just, you know, as long as it's, you know, not sitting on the earth, you're okay.
1: Okay, cool. It is not sitting on the earth. Okay. It's sitting on something else that's sitting on the earth.
0: Yes, but it's not, you know, in contact... You
1: know. Yes. Anyway, we have other topics we should probably talk about.
0: Yes. You um.
1: And Andy generated the entire topic list. Usually, I get to sneak in a couple, but like Andy just went all in on topics today. How about we talk about uh, Microsoft and their penchant for picking the worst names for things? Because instead of calling this storm drain, they called it storm stopper. Kate actually had a better one. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker would have been fantastic. Yeah. The hell Microsoft, come
0: on. Pick up your game. So the idea is that uh, fun fact this actually happened um twice to Microsoft
1: in the last year. It's happened more than twice, but it's yes. happened
0: twice. It's in happened the twice last within year. the last year. Um Microsoft sent out uh an email to 52,000 employees and um people started replying BCC. all.
1: <laughs> Always BCC.
0: Yes. So it ended up clogging the company's email for hours. Yep. Um, So they've created this storm stopper, or sorry, reply all storm protection NDR. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is, is if there is an email thread with more than 5,000 members on it that have generated more than 10 (laughs) reply all sequences within the last 60 minutes, it just stops all emails.
1: All emails or all of that email?
0: We'll block all email threads with more than five thousand recipients that have generated more than ten reply all sequences within the last sixty minutes.
1: So it stops that thread.
0: Exchange online will block all replies in the email thread for the next four hours.
1: I wonder how it detects that it's the same thread. Oh, it's probably in the header. It could be the header or it could be the subject and recipient list. Probably. Something like that. And so if you just tweak the subject line just a little, it might get through. Uh
0: I don't know because maybe the reply all would have the other header information in the body of the email. I don't know. I haven't looked I don't at. Think it does. Oh, is it just a
1: text? Yeah. Mm. When you reply to an email and it copies in the the content, it is not copying in the entire email object. It's just the text. Hmm. Well, I don't know, but I'm glad.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm kind of sad that this has to be a thing.
1: Well, you get, you send an email out to 5,000 people, one person accidentally clicks reply all, and then 4,999 people reply all saying, please don't reply all. Yeah,
0: there's a reason why. Every time I get a reply all email, unless this is information that everybody needs to know, I just reply. Like, I have it set up in my Gmail to be default of reply, not reply all. I have to manually select reply all in order to send it out to everybody.
1: Good call. I was going to ask, is this going to help you, but you use Gmail. Yeah, so, So, no. no. (laughs) Uh, Although, indirectly it could, because, like, how soon before... how soon before email, like before Gmail picks this up and adds this as a feature?
0: No, I don't want to search Gmail. Stops the. No, I don't. I just hit a space. Okay, Gmail reply all storm. We'll see if there's. Nope, there's nothing in there about any sort of reply all.
1: Well, I wouldn't expect them to have it immediately. I know.
0: But yeah, no, if. Yeah, I have a feeling that hopefully Google will, um, it will, yeah, no. Yeah, that would be nice. Granted, you know, it's not a lot of people in our group who do a lot of emails.
1: Yeah. Uh, Other Microsoft news?
0: Did you, uh, let's see what we got on the list, Microsoft.
1: Xbox Series X.
0: Yes. Did you uh, happen to watch any of the Xbox Series X event? Nope. So, I didn't the,
1: even know there was one.
0: <laughs> yeah, on the on May 7th. I'm yeah,
1: out of touch. What happened?
0: There was an Xbox 2020 event where they were going to um show some gameplay, you know, for the Xbox Series X. Yeah. This was part of the Inside Xbox presentation that they do basically every month. And they said, "Okay, this one's about the Xbox Series X and kay. you know, you'll actually see what did they what did they say in there? Text. Okay, for the next Xbox 2020 May update, we'll focus on giving you a first look at next-gen gameplay trailers and sneak peeks from a wide variety of publishing partners and independent developers across the globe and industry, including Ubisoft's recently announced Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and hear from game creators about what they're doing with their games on Xbox Series X. So this was supposed to be like, you know, hey, you know, tune in. I'd
1: I'd expect an E3-style presentation, right? Like, hey, here's this cool thing, and hey, here's this cool trailer, and hey, we did this and this and this, and then we thought about this, and then here's this cool trailer.
0: Yeah, it was... uh what what was it? There was a lot of cinematic trailers and in-engine so show reels rather than you know actual gameplay and there was not um any first party games in the showcase also third party
1: mm-hmm. first party when you when you say there were no first party that would mean that there were no Microsoft games yes, okay huh
0: you know I was waiting around to see the actual like in-game footage of Valhalla and it was literally just an in-engine teaser trailer at the end
1: I mean it at least it was
0: in engine. Yeah, better than the uh, cinematic trailer that they showed at the beginning.
1: Right. Yeah. So either someone on the marketing side messed up or the people who were submitting things to the show didn't understand what it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, they, you know, um, Aaron Greenberg who is um, Xbox marketing boss, mm-hmm. uh, acknowledged that they uh, they they, they kind of oversold the event. Oversold, underdelivered. Yes. Had we not said anything and just shown May Inside Xbox Show like we did last month, I suspect reactions might have been different. Clearly, we set some wrong expectations, and that's on us. We appreciate all the feedback and can assure you we will take it all in and learn as a team. That feedback he's talking about is the 21,000 dislikes on YouTube. <laughs>
1: That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of yes. dislikes.
0: Yeah, I came in, watched a little bit, realized this was not worth my time, and then left <laughs> going, yep. you know what? I can probably find all the rest of these things online later.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's that's mm-hmm. unfortunate for them. Mm-hmm. That's really unfortunate for them. <laughs> Which the uh, the other article I
0: posted about this, kind of curious to see your take on it. Um, the Forbes article talks about how we're kind of at the point of diminishing returns for flashy graphics and things looking good yeah so you know it's i mean we said that
1: eight years ago yeah and yet if you compare games today to the games we had eight years ago there is a very clear difference
0: some of that though might just be out of the hands of the developers though i think it was it What did i read it dirt five yeah dirt five said that dirt five the 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 team said the game will run at 120 frames per second okay so it should be really good looking at a nice frame rate for really smooth yeah um the problem is a lot of the tvs can't handle 120 frames per second
1: right so it shows it to you at 60 frames yeah so what
0: Once again, you know, okay, you know, they say, hey, graphics are better, graphics are better, graphics are better. I'm still, we still have the same 1080p TV that we've had for... Yep, and you know, what's I your next the last TV decade. going to be? Well, I'm going to wait for ATSC 3 to actually get thrown out first. The, for what? ATSC 3, 3.0. Which is? The next TV standard. Okay,
1: I, I don't know what that entails or why it's important to wait for it. Do you
0: remember when we switched to, we had that big digital TV transition? Yeah. That was the move from, that move from NTSC to ATSC 2?
1: Let me back up, Andy. Okay. If something were to happen to your TV right now. Yes. What would your next TV be?
0: If something happened to this TV.
1: It just stops working. It fries. You smell that magic smell of what makes electronics run. The, the magic smoke got out? Yep. The magic smoke got out. It no longer works. It is fried, gone, and done. What's your next TV? Not specific model. I don't I don't need you to go find a specific model.
0: Is it a 1080p? Probably, because I don't really have much 4K content out there right now.
1: Do you think you can find a 1080p at this point?
0: Hold on. Let me, I'm t- can I can I quickly look?
1: Yeah, go for it. Da-da-da.
0: Televisions, <laughs> electronics, but If it's 1080p,
1: what's the refresh rate? Because it's probably 120.
0: Let's see. We'd go somewhere in the 40 to 50 inch range. Is that one's the- 46, yeah. Let's see. What do we got? RCA 43-inch 4K TV, 4K TV, 1080p TV. Oh, that's one's... Mm. Wow, there are just a lot of... Oh, there's a 1080p TV, but it's actually more expensive. Mm. <laughs> See, there's a lot of TVs out there where it's like, you know, I don't need a lot of your bells and whistles. I want it to be just a nice-looking monitor.
1: Yeah, but, you know, go ahead and look up a nice-looking gaming monitor, and it's more expensive than those TVs.
0: Well, yeah, because TVs are mostly, you know. So, yes, I might get a 4K TV, but...
1: I, I don't think it's a might, Andy. I think you, you'd almost have to if you were going to replace your TV. And in two more years, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So I, I I get what they're saying, but we've been saying it for eight years and it still hasn't panned out. I think there's still more room for the graphics to improve. I think there's still more room for the gameplay to improve. It, it's not like gaming is a finished industry.
0: No, no, it's not. It's just I feel like we're, we're going, you know, we keep eating this
1: dead horse a bit. The better graphics, better graphics, better graphics. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we said that when PlayStation 3 came out, right? We were like, oh, this is why Nintendo is doing such a novel thing, is that they're not chasing the more graphics, more graphics, more graphics. They're innovating. They're going to the side instead of trying to struggle forward. It There's more. There is more. There will be more. This is... I, I'm not worried about it. I don't think we are beating a dead horse. I think we are continuing on, and I think we're going to see some pretty amazing stuff. God, man, I can buy a 50-inch 4K TV for... Oh, you still looking at tvs aren't you andy close the store page
0: 260
1: bucks close the store page all right it's closed <laughs> i'm like why is andy so quiet oh because he's still looking at <laughs> an looking online at store you have a tv andy yes you i don't know. need to buy a new one no it's a perfectly acceptable tv yes uh what else would you like to talk about then <sighs> we are talking about PS5 and Xbox, is that what this, like, uncomfortable truth is? Where? Uh, Xbox, next-gen console issues. Yes, that's what I was talking about, is the fact that,
0: you know... How much longer are we going to have, you know, better graphics as a selling point?
1: Eh. I think it's a short sighted view of the industry. I think that better graphics will always be a selling point for a new console. But also alongside that is all the other cool stuff that you can do with it. Graphics aren't everything and game developers recognize that. Mm -hmm. But Uh graphics is still a good benchmark.
0: The, uh, speaking of graphics and such, though, uh, Steam released um, some of their stats. Yeah. And the number of VR users on Steam is almost at 2%. That is both
1: surprisingly high and depressingly low.
0: Yes. 2%. Which puts the stats, according to total users, at somewhere between VR users on Steam at 1.7 to 2 million
1: a lot of people yeah but not enough to like push vr forward in the industry
0: yeah especially is vr
1: just always going to be niche like is it never going to really carve out its own space well i feel like there's too much confusion
0: going on in the industry it's like you know oh i could get into vr do I buy the Steam VR? Do I buy the PlayStation VR? Do I buy the... Oculus. The Oculus? Do I buy the Vive? You know, it's just looking at the list here. Let's see how many different other... Okay, so the Vive, like Oculus Rift S, Oculus Rift, Valve Index, HMD, Windows Mixed Reality, Oculus Quest, Vive Pro, Vive Cosmos, PlayStation VR, Primax 5K+, Plus, Oculus Rift, DK2, Primax 8K, Oculus Rift DK1, Huawei VR 2 and other there are still more
1: VR options that they had to put an other option on there wait there were people using the PlayStation VR through Oculus or through Steam I guess so hang on (laughs) Dave's like wait a second you can do that (laughs) hold the phone PlayStation VR works with Steam VR but there's a catch won't work with games that need motion controllers does just fine with those that work with a keyboard and mouse Huh. So you don't have motion control. Nope. But if it's a game that you can play with the mouse and keyboard. Okay. I'll have to remember that. I don't know many games that require just the mouse and keyboard for VR. Yeah, there's there's a lot of choices when it comes to virtual reality. Mm-hmm. That's true. They're not selling a lot.
0: No. Any of them. Granted, it did increase <laughs> from 1.29% to 1.91%. So
1: Woo. it's
0: on an upward trend. <laughs> Okay, so in other virtual news, uh, Black Hat and DEF CON were uh, basically in-person canceled. Okay. But both conferences will live stream talks to paying attendees.
1: I'm... Um, wait. <laughs> if there's ever a convention that you you don't want to use your personal device in any way, shape, or form, it's those two. Yeah. And so they're asking everyone to connect to a single source? I guess so.
0: That sounds dangerous. Is there some sort of Onion-based video conferencing software out there?
1: Um, maybe. By Onion, you mean Tor? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, like, I know that when when people I know who have gone to DEF CON, they, they pull the battery out of their cell phone, wrap the phone in aluminum foil, and leave it in their hotel room. <laughs> That's... It's a little much on my part, but... But that's the kind of shit that you have to deal with at that convention.
0: Yeah, no, no. I would not bring my cell phone to the convention floor.
1: They they bring their phone so that they can, like, you know, contact people on their way and that they can arrange for travel. And, but once they get there, nope, it's gone. You know what I would do?
0: i get myself a freaking, like, jitterbug or something and just have Google Voice.
1: Yeah, forward. No, they, they, they use burners because yeah. they have to. But, like... <laughs>
0: What? Fun fact: You can also still buy an old non uh, non smartphone flip phone at the Verizon store. At least the last time I went into one. Then you have to get Verizon.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So both conventions are doing the like remote sort of convention thing. Yes. Okay. What else? Um. Feels like every week we talk about something being canceled. Yeah.
0: Um. Another thing news though is the fact that ESPN and the NBA Two K League uh, have gotten mm-hmm. into a contract.
1: So, so that we can watch fake basketball instead of yes. real basketball?
0: ESPN2 will air NBA 2K League matches on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. and Monday, Thursday, and Friday at 7 p.m. on the ESPN app and ESPN.com.
1: Who's playing? Like, it, it's got to be professional players, right? Not professional athletes, not not the, like, teams. Who holds the controllers?
0: The the NBA 2K League, a professional esports league co-funded by the NPA and Take-Two Interactive, launched in 2018. Okay. Each of the league's 23 teams features six players who compete as unique characters in five-on-five play against the other teams in a mix of regular skis and games, tournaments, and playoffs. So they're actually playing five-on-five basketball as basically five players. Huh, that could be interesting. So now I'll be (laughs) it's
1: All right, so that's racing. Uh, racing is by the real racers. Yep. Basketball is by professional esports players. Yep. Uh, what's next? Are we going to see like FIFA? I think FIFA was actually doing something. I would love it if each of the clubs in FIFA picked up a like professional gamer to represent them. That would be hilarious.
0: That could be interesting. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, they should have more
0: like pro am sort of stuff like that, where you have the esports people and professional athletes side on, by side. Side by side on the same team yeah
1: <laughs> really awesome to have the the uh esports player like surrounded by the actual team cheering him on <laughs> like shouting advice be like no, no no he's open go 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 i'd love to watch that that would be hilarious
0: i'd love to watch the esports player actually pick the professional athlete to play in the game so that the professional athlete cannot play himself
1: well, no, the the professionals are not playing. Oh no, no, I was I was saying actually
0: yeah. having like a mixed league, like a pro am sort of thing.
1: Oh, <laughs> where there's some professional players and professional God, esports I mean, you know, players differentiate them. Yeah, so some professional esports and some of the actual players.
0: Yes, and then it'd be that hilarious would to watch the actual players not be able to actually play themselves.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean you're playing David Beckham? Yeah. Too bad. Sorry, David. <laughs> what
0: uh <laughs> man i don't want to play i don't want to play on arsenal oh sorry
1: <laughs> you're stuck there uh okay so we we've got racing we've got now basketball mm-hmm. how long before like baseball picks this up <sighs>
0: i'm not sure Aren't they supposed
1: I... to be in their spring training about now
0: oh no the season should have already started
1: oh okay then <laughs> we say this as it is snowing outside <laughs>
0: Okay, one hour ago, literally an hour ago, Major League Baseball has said uh, the current restart plan is a truncated season of 80 or so games beginning in early July. Teams would only face division rivals and some geographic divisions in other leagues to keep games regional. Teams would open the season in as many home parks as possible. (laughs) An expanded postseason format would send seven teams to the playoffs per league.
1: Or they could just play video games.
0: Or, yeah, they could just play video games.
1: I mean, really, it's baseball. What's the difference? On video games you actually wouldn't have to worry about bad calls. Nope. If it's a strike, it's a strike.
0: Yep. You you can't What 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 which game was that? Was that it was one of the later NCAA games, I think, where you could actually challenge, challenge. the call.
1: And then what? It was a random chance?
0: I'm not sure. I don't know what the status was on it. <laughs> But there were times where I would, you know, you know, I'd be looking at it going, I swear that guy was in and they somehow would, you know, you could throw a challenge flag and see. And I'm not sure if it would if it's a I don't know what the stats were on it, but you could actually challenge the calls in the game. And
1: it has to be NCAA something. Yeah.
0: Right. Yes. Um, so other esports news: Activision Blizzard is teaming up with Sport Trader.
1: Who is Sport Trader, and what do they do, and why do I care?
0: They are the guys that keep track of all the um, basically all the betting sports data for all the major sport federations. Okay. So they've got. Um, so they've these got, are the
1: people when when they refer to Vegas, this is really the group they're they're talking about.
0: Well, not well, they're not really Vegas because they're not. They don't. Um, they don't do the actual betting. These guys keep track of all the base. They keep track of the betting they don't do the actual off-site they're betting not the bookies no
1: they're just the stats
0: yes okay. they offer sport integrity services is what they call it so basically they look to see if you know if there are odd patterns in the data, so to see, for, you know, like, to see if people are, yeah, to see if people are throwing matches and that sort of okay. thing.
1: Okay, and Blizzard is teaming up with them. Yes. To provide coverage of the Overwatch League. And the
0: Call of Duty League. The
1: Call of Duty, because it's not Blizzard, it's Activision
0: League. Yeah. Yes, so they okay. are, yeah, they're, they're basically looking to see if there's any max match fixing, insider information, and other unethical and illegal activities related to betting and gambling. And like I said, this is the company that the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL and NBA all work with right. So this is this is not some you know fly by night operation.
1: <laughs> they they know what they're doing. Yes. Oh, given all the scandals that have happened in the NFL recently over the last couple of years, like how good are they? Well, a lot
0: of those scandals weren't purposely throwing games. I haven't seen a good, you know...
1: No, but they were all cheating of some way.
0: Well, yes, but they weren't cheating for a monetary value. They They weren't cheating for an outside money source. They
1: weren't to throw the game. They were to win
0: the game. Yes. Cheating to win is, all, you know...
1: Is no better than cheating to lose.
0: Yes, but the only way you can win by losing is by (laughs) outside betting. Yes. Uh, let's see what else we got on here. Um, so there was, remember when oil prices went to negative recently? Yes,
1: they were paying you to take the oil.
0: Yes. Are you also really far away from the microphone right now? I may have been. (laughs) I'm not anymore. I know, but I could hear the room. Ah, okay. Um, so it turns out that one of the stock trading software companies, uh, Interactive Brokers... Yeah. Had a problem. With negative numbers. With negative numbers, yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> the program could not actually display the negative numbers. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, It literally... Because they never thought it would go
1: negative. <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, um... Yeah, they, they would not display, uh, yeah, the software couldn't cope with the pesky minus sign, even though it was always technically possible for crude markets to go upside down like it did. So mm-hmm. if you looked at it in their software, it said, hey, the price was a penny, which, you know, was great it, if it, it was wasn't. a penny, but it wasn't. It wasn't a penny. No, it was minus $37 a barrel. Yeah. And to compound that, um, the negative numbers also blew up the uh, calculator for the amount of collateral that customers needed to to secure their accounts. So, you know, people were still buying stuff. there, thinking it was only a penny, even though um, it was actually negative and they actually owed money. And then also the software to (laughs) figure out, hey, should we actually let this trade go through? Does this person have enough money to cover this? Also broke. Oops. So the um, software company said it was a hundred and thirteen million dollar software
1: error. Yep. I'm surprised it was only that much.
0: Oops. So, yeah, the the good news for all the investors who, um, like the one in the story here who said he got a bill for $9 million, <laughs> um, oh. said that the company was going to make good on that and the investors were not out. All of their money. All of their money.
1: Their house, everything. Yes. Like –
0: we will rebate from our own funds to customers who were locked in with long-term positions during the time that the price was negative any losses that they suffered
1: below zero. And some programmer <laughs> is in deep trouble. Yeah. Oops. It'll yep. never go negative. I don't need to worry about absolute values. Like, why would they pay you to take oil? That would never happen. Yeah.
0: No, That we don't have to worry about negative numbers in this thing. No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh check your edge cases. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was some shitty QA.
0: Yeah, I've got, um, I, <laughs> I actually had some problem with some of the stuff that I wrote uh, this year on some of my scripts. Yeah. Because I do a lot of stuff that's based off of dates. So I say, hey, you know, download all these files and then, you know, take today's date, add one, you know, and if it is above, you know, for, uh, well, my example is February. <laughs> if the date is above 28 during February, roll over to March. Uh-oh. Yeah, I forgot about leap years. You forgot about
1: leap years. Andy.
0: So yeah. All of my downloads that had to deal with dates Screw broke. Up. On um on, on Friday, which is when most of them always download. Yep. <laughs> oh. Luckily, somebody caught that going, hey, you know, our downloads are supposed to happen today at 2.30. And I'm looking in the system and I don't see the the stuff in there right now. And I'm looking through, I'm like, oh, the software seems to have... Ra- oh, shit. It ran. Oh, but... So I'm thinking, oh, it ran, but it moved everything. Instead of playing on the 29th, moved it to the first. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I had to manually go through all of my downloads and figure it all out and re... Ugh. The question becomes, okay, do I go through all of my programs and have to write in a separate script to take the year? And if the year is this, have February be 29 days rather than 28 <laughs> Or do I just literally wait until four years from years from now and basically just know that it's going to be a problem and manually adjust it that year?
1: Well, just remember, whatever you do in 80 years, it's going to break again. If my scripts are still running in 80 years, that's both a yay and a nay in my book. Yep. Yeah. Someone asked me like a, a while ago. We have we have an end date for something in in some of the software, and someone said, like, "Well, what happens when when we get to that date?" And I'm like, "Do you really think that's going to be an issue? It's in like 130 years."
0: Yeah. No. Um. Uh. The, our software has to have end dates for files. It it has to have an end date. Yep. You can't, you can't leave that blank. So yep. uh, our music library will not play after 29.99. <laughs> God, I hope not. But you know, there has to be an end date in there and so they, you know, by default, all the music files will stop playing after 2999, which, you know, if those files are still around in 2999, something went horribly wrong. <laughs> Oh, um, speaking of uh, software and updating and everything, um, yep. have you up made sure your Google Authenticator has updated? On my phone?
1: Yes. Uh, I can check right now. Because... my software is set to auto-update.
0: There's finally an update for Google Authenticator. What? <laughs> the last update was August 22nd, 2017.
1: Hasn't, hasn't really changed much since then. Nope. What updated about it? Um, you
0: will actually be able to easily transfer your account from one device to another without having to manually manually transfer each code or disable and re-enable two-factor authentication on each account. Yay. Because I had to do that when I switched from <laughs> my LG. Yeah, I had the... to do
1: that a couple times. And that was a P-I-T-A. Um, well, it doesn't say I have an update pending, but I don't see anything about um doing the transfer. Well, maybe it hasn't been released yet. Yeah, mine still says. I see updated on August 22nd, 2017. Yeah. So I don't see that yet. I see other people posting about it. Yep. So maybe it hasn't fully and been And someone yet? posting that it needs a dark mode when it has a dark mode. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have an account transfer feature. Oh. Uh, I'd rather not uninstall and reinstall it to try and force it to update. No. Oh, I don't want to do that either. That would be a bad idea. Yeah. So that's coming
0: down the pipe, which thank God that's coming down the pipe because, yeah, that last time, not fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to hit on the list?
1: Oh, uh, SpaceX did a test launch, not test launch, test fire. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh, launch America is later this month. 17 days. Woo! So you'll hear from us two more times before then. Yep. Oh, man, it stopped snowing for a second, and now it's snowing even harder. (laughs) Uh,
0: no, I think that's... I think we got a a good spread. All right. It is time for the random review, then.
1: The random review is my review, and I would like to review the thing I've been sitting in all morning, and in fact, most of the month. The piece of furniture I've probably used more than anything else except for my bed in the last month, which is my chair. That would... Yes, if you are uh, doing remote... I'm work from home. If you were doing work from home, I would, yes. And for most of April, uh, not only was I work from home, but I was doing programming on my work computer. Like leisure programming. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Oh, no. Uh, I was learning how how to program certain things and I was using my work computer to do so. Um, technically my company owns anything that I made from that. I don't know. But yeah uh, I got a new chair because as soon as work from home started I was using um, what was I using first? I was using the kitchen chair Oh and that was not good. I still see people when I'm on meetings who have like those folding like the black folding chair with no cushion. Oh no. And I'm like how have you done that for a month and why are you not miserable. Um, and then Laura pointed out like, hey, I've got a spare chair in the craft room. And so we brought that downstairs and I was sitting in that for a while. And even that was still like, ah, this is not great. I'm not a huge fan of this. It's not the most comfortable. Uh, and then I bought a new chair and I decided I was going to go pretty much all in on, on a new chair uh, and not like, you know, get a nice... I wasn't looking for like a, a nice $100 office chair. I was going to be like, you know what? I want a chair. And Laura had just gotten a chair similar to this. And so I went and got one uh, and I bought the Secret Lab Titan 2020 series. It is a chair. Yes. It is, it is a like gaming chair. It is a chair that you see when you go on Twitch and you start <laughs> scrolling through the stream Uh, this is the style chair that you see. It has, like, shoulder support, it has built-in lumbar, adjustable built-in lumbar, uh, it has really nice armrests that go up and down, of course, Mm -hmm. but also swivel in and out. Uh, they also go forward and back, so they are adjustable in that dimension as well. Um, and it's really comfortable, and it can lean back almost horizontally. Oh, jeez. Like, when when you were saying, hey, are you far away from the microphone? I can hear the room. That's because I was reclined fully. ah, uh, <laughs> and I was staring up at the ceiling. <laughs> It is incredibly comfortable. It is a fantastic chair. It is expensive.
0: Yes, no, which Uh, I actually I looked it up um, because I had gotten um, when I got my uh, when I had my assistant at work, um, I was dealing a lot more stuff from my computer and my chair was having problems. Yeah. And my boss at the time came down and looked at my chair and I was just like, I need something new. And he's like, you know what? Let's get you a new chair. And so I, I looked up the price of my chair. My chair was 225
1: $5. Which is a pretty pricey chair.
0: Yes, but it is extremely comfortable. Yeah. Like,
1: I this can... This is a $430 chair. Yeah,
0: no, that's... Uh, yeah, that's why, you know, I was kind of surprised when I was sitting there going like, oh my gosh, you know, granted, you know, it's not a
1: Herman Miller chair. Which no, <laughs> no, I, those are like $2,000. Yeah. And also, I... I hesitate to say that that would be worth like, I can't believe that's actually worth it.
0: I, I feel like, you know, once the company, remember, I talked about the Herman Miller outlet store, right? Yeah, I have a feeling like I kind of want to go there. after you know i can again and just sit in some it's of like, those chairs like how comfortable can this be yeah cuz i've i i know what those chairs are originally and i know they have just a bunch of them sitting out that are you know yep. second hand they're they're not going to like they can't be that good they can't be five times better than this chair like i'm sitting in this chair that we picked up at ikea yeah i'm trying to remember what chair this was let's see <laughs> home office Gotta have a really cool name. It's IKEA desk chairs. Okay, where is it? Ah, the Milbergit. Sure, that's Milbergit. Seventy dollars. Okay. It's you know
1: not as nice as the Marcus for two hundred. Yep. So this chair, uh, in fact, this this entire line of chairs. So this is the middle of the the pack. Uh, there's an Omega a Titan and a Titan XL oh geez and they actually have different recommended weights so like the Titan is uh for people who are from five foot nine to six foot seven and weigh less than 290 pounds the Titan XL is a slightly more reinforced version and is up to it's from 220 to 390 pounds
0: all right so here's the question now is what's the difference between the 2020 version and the um... 2019 version Version. Yes. I have no idea. Price? <laughs> All right, hold on. 2020 series, what's new? Uh, Cold Cure Foam Mix, Full Length Backrest Recline, Multi-Tilt Mechanism, New and Improved Armrest. Ooh. Yep
1: so leather or fabric things between 2018 and the 2020 yep better better leather uh the memory foam head pillow better caster wheels the wheels on this are amazing i'm on carpet i am on a carpet and they just they work there's no
0: problem i need to figure out about my chair mat because i've got a chair mat here so i don't you know mark
1: up the wood yep and the chair mat just slides all over the freaking place Yeah. Uh, this putting this together was not hard. It was actually fairly easy to put this together. Uh, it came in a box. I actually have the box still in the corner of the room because I still need to break down the box because it's a gigantic box. Uh, but yeah, this is, this is an amazing chair. Uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing how far this thing can recline. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely like like put it this way. If I were to start a movie theater, I'd probably just put in a bunch of this. Like, I'd find some way to mount this on something that wasn't the wheels, and I just use this as the chair because like the recline is incredible. The the it's a comfortable chair. It's got the built-in lumbar support. Like, this is just a good chair. Uh, I've been now like indirectly responsible for three sales of this chair. <laughs> Do you, is there some sort of commission that you could have gotten? I wish. I have not been able to find one. They have partnerships. But like, I I don't think that's for me. I think that's for like Twitch streamers or or games. Like they partnered with a bunch of games for designs uh, and and leagues for designs. Um, oh he, wait, here is a referral link. Your friends get twenty dollars off their purchase. Yeah, that's not that's not enough. <laughs> it's hey, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Yep. What do you get out of it though? Uh,
0: you get a free upholstery, upholstery cleaner. cleaner? <laughs> yep. That's no. <laughs>
1: Yep. Oh, and you have to refer two friends. Two people. Yep. What if I refer like 8 friends? <laughs> and why is free have an ex like an asterisk after it? Oh, shipping rates.
0: Oh my gosh, you actually have to pay for shipping for oh. You have to
1: pay for shipping for the the upholstery uh, cleaner. Yeah, that part I'm not thrilled about, but like the chair is still great. I I highly recommend this chair.
0: Yeah, Kate's been working from home and I keep on asking her, if, you know, cause now I have, I had two versions of my $250 chair and I keep on asking her if she wants, you know, like, do you want me to bring home? Cause she's just sitting in like one of our dining room chairs.
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm like, no. No, those are...
1: Yeah. I, I looked at this in the same way that I look at, like, buying a bed. Yeah. Of how much time do I spend in that chair? Yeah. Like, now, because I'm, I'm working from home, like, I spend so much time in this chair. But e- even if I'm not working from home, once I'm no longer working from home, this chair is going upstairs. Like, it's going into the home office, which is where I do my gaming. And I, I spend a lot of time there. So, super comfortable chair. There, highly recommended random topic
0: random topic rolled ahead of time what is so great about picardy
1: is this the second picardy topic we've had uh i don't think so let me hold on I, let me i vaguely remember something about this before hold on i'm looking up let me get
0: the random topics list up again looking for picardy p-i-c-a-r it's thinking so what happens when you have a giant list <laughs> Yeah,
1: 600 and some random topics.
0: Why are you not finding at least the the one? P-I-C-A-R. Did I not open it? Did I open it too soon?
1: I don't know. Yes, I did. Try, try searching for something else that exists on the page. Oh,
0: there's two... Oh, no, the other one's Picard. Yep, this is on, the only Picardy topic we've had. Okay, so Picardy... Picardy, the place in France known for... And remember there was like some musical Picardy thing. What? Yeah, hold on. Let me look it up. Picardy music. Ah, Picardy third uh, is a major chord at the end of a musical section that is either modal or in a minor key. (laughs) So this is achieved by raising the third of the expected minor triad by a semitone to create a major triad as a form of resolution. Yeah. So this yep. is having something in minor and then at the last chord, it becomes the a major. very
1: last chord is a major chord. Yes. Which is a, a like,
0: and we're done. Yes. Which is known as a Picardy third. I knew there was something about that.
1: I have learned more about music theory in the last two years than in like eight years of choir, because I've been watching some YouTube videos. <laughs> Have you seen some of these videos, the, like, music theory videos? I watched, uh, Vox
0: had a bunch of music
1: theory stuff. Um, Sweet Child of Mine, what was the, what was the, 12 Tone. There's a YouTube channel called 12 Tone. Ah. Uh, and that's one of the, the music theory channels that I've, I've listened to. And it's like, here's, uh, here's a, a, like, breakdown of, of popular songs into music theory. And it's incredible. Like it's really, it it goes through. Uh, The other one is 8-Bit Music Theory. Which looks at the music theory of video game music.
0: Uh, this one, uh, Vox Earworm. I haven't done a video recently, but it was um, uh, what was start of like um, why more pop songs should end with a fade out. You know, uh, they broke down. What song did they break down? Ah, uh, yeah, somebody deconstructed uh, some Stevie Wonder songs. The ingredients of a classic house track. Cool. Um, so yours was called what again? So
1: there's two. There's twelve tone. Twelve. Like the number one two. Oh, one two tone. Okay. Yep. Got it. And 8-Bit Music Theory. 8-Bit Music Theory. I encourage people to check both of those out. I'm, I'm They're, you know,
0: subscribing to more things on uh, YouTube now because uh, my, you know, if you just start scrolling through my YouTube, you know, feed on the mobile device, it's a lot mm-hmm. of um, Isaac videos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I got, I, you know. You're like, I got to fill this with some other stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's probably a good idea. Understanding Under Pressure by 12 Tone. It's a 13 minute long video about Under Pressure. Such a good song though. Uh, Well, I know what I'm doing after we finish recording. I haven't seen this one. Uh, Picardy, Picardy France. What's great about Picardy France? I don't know. Isn't that where Champagne is? No, I thought Champagne was, or is Champagne a region? Champagne geography. Uh, Picardy stretches from beaches of the Somme in the east down to the Chateau of Chantilly and Ford's near Paris area and vineyards of the border of Champagne to the south. Right? Yeah. It look, okay. So it looks like it does not go into Champagne, but it borders Champagne. Okay. I think. This is not very clear. This uh, is a not a great Wikipedia article.
0: Picardy is arguably the birthplace of Gothic architecture? Ooh. No, I want the Champagne region of France. It's ho uh, it's got the largest cathedral in Europe. Could house Notre Dame twice over. Holy crap, that's big.
1: That's that's a big cathedral.
0: <laughs> that's a big cathedral. 7,700 square meters. That's a big cathedral. That is a big cathedral. 138 feet high
1: with a spire of 369 feet. Dang! Wow, the Grand Est region of France has Champagne, the Ardennes, and the Alsace-Lorraine Valley. That is a hell of a region. So, I guess, um,
0: if you want to go look at Gothic cathedrals, Heg de Picardy there's there's a big gothic cathedral ah yeah sure supposedly according according to the wikipedia article housing six of the world's greatest examples of gothic cathedrals (laughs) including the largest
1: cathedral in europe i mean it has the Somme, right that's that's got to be a nice place to visit and hang out sure i don't know if i ever would go to france you want to go to france
0: Uh, I think, I think I'm okay right now. Okay, I don't mean right now. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know what you mean, but I I think, I think I'm okay right now. All right, we could use the $600 Uh, month UBI. Yep. Go to France. Wait, why is there an ISO code? ISO 3166 code. What the heck is that? Country codes. Codes for the representation of names of countries and their subdivisions. Oh. So there is, like, a country code and then a subcode for the area? I, I guess. Well, now I'm very curious. What the hell am I... All right, hold on. <laughs> Scrolling down. United States. What is my... United States of America. Oh, currently, uh... For the United States, codes are defined for the following subdivision, states. Yeah. Oh, so, hey, guess what Michigan's ISO code is? 34? No, US-MI. Oh. <laughs>
1: I I had assumed they were just all numbers. Okay. I think Michigan is like the 34th state alphabetically somewhere in there. You're trying to count,
0: aren't you? Well, I'm just trying to see if, if it's listed, you know, just as like, you know, stats of Michigan. Mid, uh, 26th. were so You were way off. <laughs> Michigan's 26th alphabetically? Oh, no, alphabetically? I don't know. I was looking yeah. by... Oh, I... I, I, I uh, what what were you looking by, Andy? I was looking by admitted into the union. Oh, no, no, no. Because I feel like that would be the logical way of numbering them. Because, hey, if we you got know, Puerto Rico as a state, ISO code for all the other all states the after P would have to get renumbered. Yep. Granted, you know, there are no numbers. <laughs> and there's like
1: an ISO code for like everything. Uh, Michigan might actually be the 22nd state, alphabetically. Why didn't I think it was 34? 34 is like North Dakota. (laughs) Did you know that there are nuts regions of the European Union? No, I did not. What what are, like, regions where you get certain kind of nuts? No,
0: no, no. The classification of territorial units for statistics, since it's under the French nomenclature, is abbreviated as nuts. Wow.
1: Okay. I think we should probably call it. Are we good? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.